We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends NRL Adoro, a rugby league podcast that this week is Molto Vincino. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T, views of my own. I'm recording these views all by myself today. It's such a sad state of affairs, but everyone's new best friend, Odin, he's had a massive weekend and he's blown He's blown his voice box out on a Saturday night on the D floor, um, doing a karaoke or, or whatever you need to do when you're out having a, and about having a great time. So the poor bloke's called in, sick to work, and he's called in sick to the pod, so it's just going to be me. And, you know, that's we've had a few of those episodes in the past, but, but it's just been so much better with Odin. So I do apologise straight off the bat. If this is your first episode, I, I'm your boy, Big T, but... We, usually we've got you know a bit of a bounce off, and Nodine's very smart. So come back next week and try and avoid this. Enjoy this week, and uh, and I did have a good weekend. Thanks for asking. It's really kind of you. Yeah, I uh, I had a great one. Friday night was fun, but Saturday night you might remember if you're an OOG Mario, and I'm looking at you or uh, uh, Hey Sam. You might remember Uncle Tim from all the way back in the Diz. He now lives in Germany, but he was back recently for a couple of weeks. It was his last weekend with us, so blew it out on Saturday night. But I kept my voice box. I don't know what Dean was doing. Karaoke weddings are all the rage, I guess. Anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Feet fans versus Flap City. That's a Rabbitohs versus Manly. And let's start with the Carl Lawton send-off. At me underscore DC said, <clears throat> Murray Lander on his back and side, not directly on his head or neck. I would have been happy with the bin. <clears throat> and, then, and then wrote, prepares for the onslaught. Uh, and, and look, I, that was an interesting one side of the, the debate. And, and I get that it didn't look super dangerous. I mean, it looked super dangerous. But where he ended up landing and things like that, he, he got himself in... Murray got himself into a good position. But Lawton obviously um, really went to town on the black. It lifted his... Jumped off the ground, slammed him back down. At Sharky Day 44 tweeted... No one got hurt, settle down. Yeah, because it's only a problem if someone breaks their neck or dies. He does, I, I roll the emoji. And Taxi81 agreed, someone shoots at someone and misses. No one got hurt, settle down. <laughs> what a great way to frame that debate. Uh, yeah, I mean, they went on to say that manslaughter is hardly a crime and things like that. So I think after a few replays, it was great because we saw on Fox... Ennis, I think it was, immediately, or, the set, or on the first replay, was like, oh, this guy will be sent off. This is crazy. He, Lawton can't do this. Channel 9, on the other hand, I think we're, we're running the other line. They're still, they're still hyper-crazy merchants or off referees and off pro-violence. So I think they were going the other way, but uh, I think it was fair enough. <clears throat> Cameron Murray certainly not a protected species, but, but if we had a player like his, him out of the game because of 
careless tackling or, or bad tackling, I can see why that's also a problem. So not just trying to discourage it, but also showing that we really care about it. Because saying that a send-off you know, is the punishment can be a good way to discourage players, but I don't often think... I don't think Kyle Lawton in that moment is trying to weigh up, is this worth getting sent off for? I think he's just putting in a huge effort and he's put it in the wrong way. I don't know the bloke, so I'm not going to say he's a, good, he's a good bloke and this isn't his go, but it certainly is worth, once it happens, saying to everyone, hey, we didn't, we didn't like that culturally or ethically or legally. Um, we didn't like that, so we're going to try and punish the person who does it, regardless of intent or anything like that. Manly didn't go away, though, amazingly, uh, and were driven expertly by their halves at Sea Eagle Spur, wrote DCE is in extremely supreme form. Foz as well, for that matter. The old boys are doing us proud. They were fantastic, and they really should have been thrashed. They should have been the uh, Melbourne to Newcastle scoreline, but they stayed with it and looked good for most of the way. Um, it was just some of the forwards. I think Marty DePau particularly was throwing some terrible offloads and lazy defence in the middle. Now, poor bloke looks like he's cooked, because I think this is his last year on a contract, so I can't see him going too well after this. Um, but yeah, the, their halves particularly were fantastic, and they don't have Travoyevich, Tom Travoyevich there at the moment, so still looking pretty good despite all of that. Um, for the Feet fans, uh, the main stays that we talk about often, the, the Campbell cohort, the Bell Boys, or the Cam Shazam, Anyway, Campbell Murray and Campbell Graham were fantastic. At Alice Victoria 19, she tweeted, Cameron Murray is so dreamy, we deserve to win just for this. 100 points for us. And uh, look, we have to play the rabbit, so I don't want to just start every game with 100 points if you've got Cam Murray, but I'm happy to accept that, say, instead of Origin or internationally, I think Cam Murray is so dreamy that we should have some kind of pro point system for someone that fantastic. I'm so glad he's there. Um... Great to see the Rabbits get it done. They really should have. It would have been really bad for their, their fans, who, who a lot of us love, um, to see them have someone sent off that early from the opposition and then not go on with the game. So it was probably good in the end. I'll let you do the score because uh, OD's not here, fans. So have a quick listen. <clears throat> score. That's exactly right. The, ha- the Hyper Rams this week uh, from Hypothetic RL were Manly... Uh, sorry, the Rabbits... Points went to Damien Cook. He got 4.11. Keonik Matung- Keon Mat- oh, shouldn't be reading. Keon Kalamatangi ran, uh, got 2.74, and Alex Johnson got 1.37. And on Manly's side, Daily Trey has got the 2.33. Foran was 1.56, and Talao Koala got 0.78. And it's great to see that uh, the person who whoever did the uh, Daily M's or the Hyper M's was also feeling the same way that Nathan Seagull Spur did. Loving DCE and um, DCE and Foreign. I just want to do a quick shout out to Trell, your big boy Trell, the big truck Trell. Um, at the Blackness, she tweeted, oh, she quote tweeted, sorry, Kotsi, Kotsi82, who said, He's been doing this for nearly an hour with a smile on his face the entire time at Sydney Rabbitohs. Thank you. And it's pictures of Latrell just standing there in the Central Coast, taking photos, doing autographs. So sweet. And Black just quote tweeted that saying, of course he has. Why is it so hard to believe? People and the media especially want nothing to do with Trell when they can't project him as being an arrogant black man. 
And then at Goddam Gunt again said, not going to lie, I'd sit down and have a beer with him and talk footy. He'd love to, sorry. I'm not going to lie, I'd love to sit down and have a beer and talk footy with him. That's a good shout. I would love to do that too. Our friend, one of my mutual friends, uh, got to do that once, was just randomly in a in a pub, knew a bloke who knew a bloke who just happened to be hanging out with the South Sydney Rabbits and had the best time with Trell and the boys. So I'm not at all surprised. But the thing I love most about this was Latrell's wearing a Cody Walker fan t-shirt because it was Cody Walker's 150th game, 200 game. Some, some, I should have written it down. Some amazing number of games he scored in it as well, which was lovely. Kissed his headband to kiss the name of his mum and, and pointed to the sky. Very sweet moment. Latrell, Cody Walker doing the fan base proud. Mad Drongos versus your Mighty West Tigers first. Let's talk about the Drongos. At Sam E underscore K. He said, Ben Hunt is a legend. At Haley Emma tweeted, Ben Hunt deserves the world. And at DV, well, Danny Exotic. D-V-N-N-Y, if you want to get around, Danny Exotic. If we're playing, oh, sorry. If we're talking players who deserve every cent they're signed on, Ben Hunt is right up there. Not so much in previous years, but this year his effort and influence over his side is sublime. What a word. Good, good choice, Danny. Sublime. He was so good in this game. We say it every week. We love Ben Hunt, but he's sneakily also becoming like one of the nice guys of rugby league. He's in that Campbell-Murray vibe where everyone, opposition players, everyone seems to really enjoy just what he's about. Um, he seems like such a gentleman of the game. I think that's the term I'm looking for. Has every, has every component of it, defence, attack, um, but also just has that particular leadership quality or, or characteristics that just seem like he's a really great person on the field and people just love getting around him. Even us, people opposed to him, who's, even when he's scoring against us. No surprises that Amon and Sullivan were also good. OD and I have been talking for weeks about that because um, we fucking called it, along with a thousand other pundits. Week ago, or weeks ago. In fact, how about this exchange from some Drongo fans? At Dragonsman123, he said, Keen to see Sullivan today. This was before the game started. And at the Mad Dragons vodcast, an excellent vodcast podcast you should get around. Particularly, even if you're not a Dragons fan, they do his videos, his fire-up videos each week are extremely entertaining. But he said, uh, or they said, 10 minutes at the end for Sullivan. And the bloke scored 10 minutes from the end. How about those Drongo fans? That's unreal. Predicting that Sullivan will probably play and then predicting that he'll be on late in the game and then he ends up scoring at the exact same time they said that he'll come on and do some damage. That was just excellent. I love that kid. I hope he does well. Same with the moment. They both looked fantastic in this game. Um, just a shame it had to be against us. I thought, though, considering the Dragons have been on, have had two really good games, a lot of belief, a lot of confidence. Uh, they haven't had a huge amount of injury issues. They have. They had a pretty good, they had a pretty close to full squad the forwards were, were pretty good, but there, there was still some... And their line speed was excellent. The kick chase and line speed was probably what killed us. We got a lot of post-contact metres because our forwards were finally putting in the last few weeks, and, and they did it again this week. Goal line defence, probably a touch shaky. I'm, I'm still not sure about this whole Luke Brooks um, moving to hooker in the last couple of minutes so that that other bloke can come on and play half. I, I felt like we needed to do it in other times because we were desperate. I guess we were in desperate in this game too. Just trying to make something happen. Um, but your boy Brooks, he was just so good in defence the whole time. Uh, well, let's get to them. Our Tigers were good. Crazy, stupid. Um, no, no no crazy, stupid play that, you know, was just dumbfounding and, you know, who are these people? They didn't try and throw this game away. It looked like they were in it the whole time. 
lots of repeat sets, which makes it look like a, you know we're a real football team with those kind of repeat sets. Just couldn't get it done, and sometimes that happens. I mean, I've seen games where the Roosters didn't win, or uh, I, I think I vaguely remember Penrith not winning a game once upon a time. And I have seen Melbourne lose games, so you know it's in that echelon of you can still be a good team. And I feel like this team at the moment, at least the, the, the team that I've watched the last three weeks was a good team. It just sometimes the good teams can't get it done. At Paul P. Kikes, he said, Keys, sorry, Paul, Paul P. J. Keys. Paul said, as a Tiger supporter, I don't see, I don't say this often after another loss, but I really enjoyed that game at West Tigers, at Justin Hastings, at the Nothaluma. The boys should not be satisfied, but they can be proud of that effort. And that's a great way to put it. Not satisfied, but proud, Paul. It's exactly how I feel. Uh, score? That's exactly right. At Hyper RLs, the points for that one went to Ben Hunt for the Dragons, 3.15. Jack DeBellin, I'm, I'm not at all sure how that happened, 2.1. And Tarek Sims, wow, I'm also surprised by that. I saw a lot of errors by Tarek. Uh, Luke Brooks, unsurprisingly, got 2.73. You'll never, this is just complete, I didn't do these points, but it's so on our narrative, or we're so smart at football, we can see it the same way as other people. Because Luke Brooks, uh, the island himself, 2.73. James Tarmel, 1.82, and Jackson Hastings, 0.91. The three people that this podcast just keeps talking about because they're weapons. Absolute tiger weapons. I'm no expert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of Rugby League or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable, and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's tees. Hi, I'm Ali. And I'm Lulu. And this is Lulu, Lulu and Ali's 40 tipping. So what round is it, Lulu? <laughs> Around nine. Round nine, cool. So oh, there was many upsets in round oh, eight, yeah. wasn't there? Oh, yeah. Okay, so Rabbitohs and Broncos. Oh, that is so hard. Uh, um, I think Rabbitohs. Yeah, I think Rabbitohs too. Because most people think Rabbitohs because yeah. they won more. What do you think the margin is? Because it says auto tips nine. Yeah, I'll just stick with nine. That's I'm, going to, I'm going okay. to six. Okay. Raiders, Raiders and Bulldogs? Raiders. Raiders. You never know, because Bulldogs won last time. Yes. They won against the Roosters, which is pretty hard to do. Yeah, true. But, like, still. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go Raiders. Panthers, Panthers and Eels? Yeah. yeah. Panthers. Sea Eagles and Tigers? Tigers. Tigers. Roosters and Titans? I don't know. Oh. Mm. They did just lose to the Doggies. Yeah. Well, Titans haven't been doing good either. Yeah, they haven't. I'd go Roosters or Titans. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Roosters with okay. you. Cowboys and Knights? Cowboys. Yeah, because they thrash, like, full on thrash yeah. the Eels. Oh, Storms. Yeah, Storms or Dragons. Storms. Definitely Storms, because they've won every single match. Yep. And Sharks and Warriors. Oh, this is hard. No, people people think it's Sharks. Yeah, but they thought it was... Um, every single t- Yeah, but they thought says, last week that it was Raiders instead of Warriors. Yeah, yeah. But Ra- Warriors won. Uh. So... 
But every single one on this, 91% think Sharks. Mm-hmm. They're number four. They've won three, they've won three games so in a bit. Four. And head-to-head says it's 60% Sharks will win. Okay, Sharks then. Yeah, me too. All right, and that concludes Lulu and Ali's 40 tipping. And we'll see see you in the next uh, recording. Yes. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Nephews have just tipped. Those are the legends. Just having a look now at the lock of the week. I mean, Penrith, Penrith Eels, I don't want to say, is a lock. I mean, it might be. Or the Cows. The Cows are playing so well. No, it's going to have to be Melbourne Dragons. Although the Dragons are playing well, Melbourne's just like obliterating teams. But I also think this Cows-Knights game, the Knights I love, I just really enjoy getting obliterated at the moment. The Cows are in the up. So I might change it to Cows-Knights are the uh, are my lock of the week. I also want to give a quick shout-out to Pat McCarthy, who's jumped me in the tipping this week. She tipped, uh, she got four points, I only got three. O'Dean's dropped all the way down to seventh. Uh, and Miguel Sanchez has dropped down to fifth in our tipping comp, and uh, also Chicken Palmer still right at the bottom. And you love to see it. It's things you love to see. You might not know Chicken Palmer, but I can tell you, you want to see that guy at the bottom of the table. Wow! So the Wowman's team are like a news segment. So anyone who's new, Wowman's is just something that wowed us this week. Uh, and one thing that's wowed me this week. It's from the Hyper M's. It's how far away Cameron Munster is now pulling away from everyone else. Adam Fanua Black's 10th with 13.17. It goes Jason Tamalolo, James Tedesco, Joey Mano up to 7. Nathan Cleary 6th. Cameron Murray 15.49's 5th. Uh, Talakai 16.14. Ben Hunt is making his way up 16.37. Pappenhausen 19.38. And Cameron Murray is 22.66. And it's incredible to see those two Melbourne guys like. Pappenhausen three points ahead of Ben Hunt and Cameron Munster's three points in front of him. Like, they're just really burning away. And that's probably the only other thing that you'd want to talk about this week is just how dominant... Penrith keep getting it done. They're 8-0 now, I think. They haven't lost a game. But Melbourne, although they may have lost a game and they looked dangerously like they were going to lose one against us in round one, they are just putting on 120 points in two games. Like, that's outrageous. That is sublime, as my boy Paul would say. Just... I mean, I, I hate to say it, but you, you love to see it. It's just, when you see a team this well-oiled, and I mean that in the sexiest possible way, it is, it's great. It's not happening to my team, and it's great. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes, and we bloody love yous. Well, we found our way to the end of another app. Thank you for you legends who heard that it was just me and stayed on. I appreciate that. And then the fact you'd listen all the way to the end and listen to this bit... You're an even bigger legend. I hope that something. I hope that you end up being the Melbourne Storm of whatever you're trying to get done this week, so that you can obliterate it and feel proud of yourself. Or, you know, be the the, the West Tigers, and and you maybe you're not satisfied by how it went, but you're proud, satisfied and proud. Enjoy your sport for another week. Get around good people on the socials, and we'll talk to you next time. Sports best friends. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people.